Hi, everybody. It's Kirk Henderson and Josh Bowe back again for Mavs Moneyball After Dark. That's right. It's preseason. We have covered two games in a row on a back-to-back because we are absolute lunatics. Uh, tonight, the Mavericks lost to the Pistons 124-117, to but we don't really care uh, about the win-loss record. Uh, you know, after, after last night, uh, uh, Josh and I uh, talked a little bit, and I think what we're going to do is we're going to try a, a different, slightly different format tonight. Uh, and talk about what was good, what was bad, and then what was just kind of ugly about the game, if there was anything. So, uh, Josh, I'll let you uh, uh, get us started. What was what was your like good takeaway? What was your favorite thing from that game? Uh, well, I think it's obvious uh, seeing Luca and KP and seeing a kind of real uh, sneak peek at what the regular season can be. Uh, the Mavericks, I think, started their real starting lineup. You know, aside from Pal being hurt, so Maxi was in there. The first half and the third quarter, you know, most of the third quarter, they seemed to play the game straight up like it was a real, you know, regular season game. It seemed like we got a preview at some of the rotations and some of the bench things. And hey, Lucas scoring 21, Kristaps scoring 18. Kristaps uh, not looking hindered at all. Uh, came out on fire scoring eight points in like the first, felt like the first five minutes of the game. Uh, that was fun. I mean, that was exactly what we were waiting for this is i think this is what we were hoping to see last night on national television but let, i'll stop talking about that now forever but uh because this was fun um luca didn't even look particularly great uh but he's still the he's just his game is has such a high floor he just gets 21 eight boards five assists and you know if you asked him i'm sure he would be like yeah i could have played way better you know he missed a couple of Easy shots around the rim. Uh, his three-point shot didn't look great. Missed five free throws, but still commanded the offense very well. Ran good pick and pick and rolls with Kristaps. Uh, Found DeLon Wright for a really nice corner three. And uh, I mean, for like five minutes there when that game was starting, I mean, I'm sure every Mavs fan that was watching wanted to run through a brick wall because that was that was the hype. That was what everyone promised. They looked spectacular to start the game. And then uh, I thought there was some fun things that we could look at from the bench. But, uh, you know, what about you? Uh, I'm going to skip ahead to something ridiculous because I just, I really love the way Josh Reeves played in the fourth quarter when the game was kind of out of hand. I just like watching him play. He just really like rips of, of, of Carlisle to me because he's going to be this, this guy that just does, you know, he plays extremely hard. He has a nose for the ball. Just like watching the fact that, you know, he was kind of everywhere as the Mavs attempted to, to you know, do something. He, he only played six minutes, but it was a, for me, it was like a surprisingly fun six minutes as I was covering the game. So that's, that's kind of where I am with this. It, uh, you know, there, there are obviously other good things, I, but, you know, you really nailed, you really nailed like the highlights with, with KP and, and, and Doncic. Like neither one of them had a particularly efficient game. Uh, they each shot seven for 18 from the floor. But it felt like when they were on the court together, there wasn't really anything the other team could do. If any of the other Mavericks that they played with could hit shots, they would have ran Detroit off the floor. Yeah, and Kristaps uh, missed, I think, uh, you know, four or five. I thought like really open, good looks. So I mean, there's still there's still room there, obviously, for him to uh, to get a little bit better as he kind of gets his way back into it. But yeah, you hit the nail on the head. This is the thing that this is the one thing that we've been ringing alarm bells all season is Luca and Kristaps are incredible, but you know where are they going to get other points? Where are they going to get other shooting? Uh, Delon Wright one of three six points. 
uh, Justin Jackson, one of two, two points. Maxi Klebo, one of five, two points. The other starters besides Luke and KP. That's not going to get it done. Um, I know it's preseason, obviously, but um, when you consider where these guys were at the end of last year, you know, I know we're all excited about Jackson and his potential, and he had a good game, you know, uh, last night. But these are the kind of games that are kind of reminders like, hey, it's not going to be it's not going to be this easy. It's not going to happen right away. Um, and you know, there's, there's potential for some, for some mixing up of the lineup there because, you know, you know, as much as we like what, you know, Jackson did over the summer and, you know, what we like about Kleba, you know, there's still a lot that they need to prove in mm-hmm. real meaningful games. So, you know, we'll see. Um, but it was nice. Uh, I loved seeing the uh, Seth Curry, Jalen Brunson bench lineups. Uh, those were a lot of fun. And as much as I want Seth to start uh, instead of Jackson, because I feel the Mavs really need that that shooting uh, next to those Luka KP pick and rolls. Uh, if if Rick is going to keep rolling out Brunson Curry bench lineups, uh, the Mavs are going to blow a lot of teams away in the second quarter all season because there's not a lot of teams that have benches with players that are just that you know high quality and high skilled uh, you know around the league. Yep. Yep. Well, so right, let's let's pivot to to what what was bad. And, you know, there were a couple of things that were a little bit frustrating, but it's hard to really quantify them as bad. It's preseason. I don't think there's really any any reason to, to harp on any specific thing too much. I do. For me, the, the bad thing was that the Mavericks got crushed on the boards. Uh, 43 for Detroit to 32 for the Mavericks. And that's going to be kind of an overarching concern all year. You know, you can't have Justin Jackson play 23 reboundless minutes. That's not a thing that's going to happen. You know, we only can't have one last night too. So, okay. So that's right. In, in 30, I think that's 37 minutes of action. He's had one rebound. Like he's six, nine. You can't be doing that. Uh, you know, as much as I really like how amazing Doncic is at rebounding and pushing the floor, that sort of banging in the post is going to, is going to be problematic if he has to lead the team in rebounds, which is what he did tonight. Um, it was nice to see like a guy like Dorian Finney Smith, uh, Smith come in and get six boards, but really like, there's just no one else on the team that seems really capable of getting rebounds. I, I was, uh, uh, pretty psyched about, about K- uh, Porzingis rebounding. You know, he's a 7.1, uh, career per game. Uh, rebound guy and he got 17 boards in 19 minutes tonight if he's able to even sniff you know get it like the eight and the eight and a half range I think that's going to go a long way to really helping the Mavericks because I think their their goal is to, is you know this is going to sound sort of stupid but I think their strategy is simply to outscore everybody this year it, there was a stretch in the second quarter where they went on a 12-1 run with uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Seth Curry and Brunson leading the way and that they kind of ex- I think they're kind of hoping for those sorts of offensive explosions from the rest of the team uh you mean meaning Doncic and Porzingis so if they are able you know so the rebounding and might not be as big of a deal if they're simply able to put up this many points in a given night so so what was your kind of like bad thing uh I think I kind of hinted at it but uh the the starters outside of KP and Luca combining for 10 points um that's just, like I said, that's just not going to get it done. I know Wright is coming back from a hammy, hamstring injury, so maybe he's still easing his way into it. And these guys aren't, you know, Jackson's not like a scorer. Like, he's, you know, he's a guy that is going to get his points off of other guys' action, Luca and KP's action. Uh, so he needs to be able to hit shots. Uh, Maxi has to be able to hit his threes. And that's something, you know, something that really kind of made me 
maybe kind of nervous, kind of spooky was when Maxi was getting short on his threes because he did that a lot his rookie year. He was short as he was trying to adjust to the to the from the Euro three to the NBA three, and you know that that kind of you know gave me some PTSD flashbacks to back then. You know, especially <laughs> after the improvements he made last season. So yeah, you know, as good as that bench was in the second quarter, you know, um, you can't ask Luca and KP to score all the, all the points, you know, you need, they need another double digit score. I think in that starting lineup, you know, whether it's Delon, whether it's Jackson, whether it's Kleba, whether it's Powell and Powell's healthy, whether they move Seth into the lineup, but uh, they just need a little bit more punch there. Uh, yeah. And then if I could say another one more quick bad thing, uh, this is two <laughs> games now. Sorry. I really enjoyed this preseason game. Well, it was fun. I had a great fun. time. Yeah, I did too. Uh, the we're, defense. We're nitpicking. Yeah, we're nitpicking. Uh, the defense uh, wasn't good last night, uh, which was kind of obvious. And you're playing a lot of backups. It was it was a weird first preseason game. Uh, this game was not any that much better. Pistons 51% from the field, 40% from three. Uh, this happened last year for the Mavs. Uh, teams just bombed away on them in the preseason and then like the first two or three weeks. So I don't know what it is because defense is the first thing that Rick goes pounds into these guys' heads during training camp. Like that's his staple. He goes over defense like crazy, like a madman. And the last two preseasons, they just have been getting absolutely roasted from deep. So yeah. uh, it's, so it's I, 44% through two games. That was actually going to be my, my ugly. Okay. Thing. Let's just go right into that. That's really the only ugly thing is they're just like teams are bombing on them from three. I could be wrong. I want to look into this some more. I feel like the athletics that Seth Partnow put out a piece at some point in time that talked about how three point defense, like there's, they have no idea, like, like advanced stat people have no idea what makes good three point defense. Cause it's a little bit random. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm not, it was ugly. It's ugly to look at, but I'm also not necessarily worried. Like that starting lineup is so long. Like that, the way that they were able to have, you know, everybody's out there six, five or bigger. So like they're, even if they're not particularly great individual defenders, just being able to like have limbs and space is bound to work out some way. So it was ugly, but I, you know, that, what are you going to do? That was overall, I was, I was just very, I was very pleased with this game. Do you have anything that was like, like particularly ugly for you? I, I, I feel like we're, again, we're nitpicking. Uh, okay. I tweeted this out and I've said this in the Slack, but here's my ugly. I'm going <laughs> to hey, get canceled one. on Mavs Twitter, but I'm, I'm off the Bobon train, at least after one preseason game. <laughs> I love him as a dude. And I, you know, I actually think that like, we're talking about this in the Slack. Someone said like Sala fit better for what this team needed out of a third center. And on the court, I agree, but Sala was such a pain in the ass. Like I know some, you know, his team, not necessarily like being a bad teammate, but you know, like him and Rick would like get into it. And he kind of had a swagger and a confidence that was, I don't know, un, maybe unbecoming of a third string center. So I almost feel like Boban just being a good dude and a good locker room dude is worth more from your third center than actual on the court uh, because you expect him to not see that many minutes. But with Pal Hurt, Boban's the bat, like the, he's the first backup. He's the backup big, like he's the backup center. And it just didn't look great uh, tonight. Um, it's not really his fault. Like he's huge. Like the human body has limits. Uh, but, you know, he was just flat-footed in the pick-and-roll, guarding the pick-and-roll, and the Pistons kind of had their way. Whenever they ran a pick-and-roll, they got whatever shot they want. Even if they missed, you know, they pretty much went undeterred to the rim or getting an open three. 
And that's not really Bilbon's fault. He, he doesn't need to be playing a lot of minutes. Um, he needs to be kind of a emergency big, play him in the right matchups. You were talking about how Pistons aren't a great matchup because Drummond is just so quick on his feet um, that he can move before Bilbon can even, you know, move a toe. Uh, so that, that was just kind of ugly. And it kind of reminded me like, hey, Dwight Powell needs to come back. You know, whatever we think about Dwight Powell, you know, we hope that his injury isn't uh, super prolonged because they really could use him. So then Maxi could be the big, that, the center that comes off the bench when KP goes to the bench. Uh, I think it'll just make their rotation a little cleaner. Yep. Yep. That makes sense to me. Well, this is about all we got guys. So we've done two of these in two games. We have three more preseason games left. I'm not sure if we're going to do any more of these till the regular season. Josh and I are the kind of guys who, when we finish this, we're like, wow, we don't want to do another one. This is hard work, but then we watch <laughs> basketball and then we want to talk about it. So chances are we will do at least one more. Uh, regular season basketball actually starts two weeks from tonight against the Washington Wizards. So I think everybody should really get hyped. We're going to be ramping up our coverage little by little. Uh, Josh has a phenomenal piece that I have read that should be out by around lunchtime on Thursday that you should check out on MavsMoneyBall.com. Uh, otherwise, uh, Josh, you know, thanks for uh, for uh, staying up sort of late uh, tonight with me. And uh, everybody, we will, uh, you know, t- t- see you out there. So hit us up on Twitter with any recommendations. This has been Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow with Mavs Moneyball, and this has been Mavs After Dark. Everybody have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>